The Media Files for July 25th, 2021 is presented by leveldowngames.com. For me, it's 10.40 p.m. on July 21st, 2021, but for you, it's another episode of The Media Files, a podcast brought to you by leveldowngames.com. The Media Files is an all-purpose pop culture review to help you get through those boring water cooler conversations. I am your host, Kyle, and with me in my ever-evolving second chair is back again for the first time in a while, frequent co-host of BG Mania, a video game music podcast, and sometimes the Blood and Destroyers and AEW podcast, Frank! Welcome hey, back to the Media Files. How What's are happening, things? my man? How are you? I'm having a pretty good uh, time. How about yourself? Doing okay. I I um uh, I was telling Lindsay I, I kind of feel bad because I I usually ask you on when it's like some really nerdy subject that I don't feel like I could rope anybody else into like I, Mortal Kombat or spelling bees. Looney Tunes is one of my like ultra geekdoms to the fact that unconsciously I'm wearing Tasmanian devil socks while we're recording this. Are you really? I absolutely am. I, I literally looked down about 10 minutes ago. I was like, oh, wow, that is pretty par for the course. Yeah, I am that big of a Looney Tunes geek. I didn't know that, actually. This is I'm learning that about you right now, live. And after watching this movie, after watching this movie, I realized I'm a pretty big Wonder Brothers geek in general. I've talked about this, I think, before, but like one of my dream jobs is voice acting. I would just, I think I would love to be a voice actor. I talk about it on the LDG podcast all the time because I keep trying to get like voice acting spots on like Kickstarter video games, but no no dice yet. (laughs) Someone will bite. Someone will bite eventually. But um, I've always liked Looney Tunes for that much as well. Like, like all the Mel Blanc voices that he used to do and everything. That was always so much fun to listen to. Um, And I've, I do a pretty decent Marvin the Martian. I'm not going to do it right now, but like my Marvin the Martian is pretty, pretty on point. So sometimes during this conversation, we're going to have to break that bad boy out. Well, and, and actually, I mean, it's something that I do want to talk about during this podcast because that's something that I will, I'll bring up later, but I think we got a really cool topic today. This is a topic that I don't think, uh, I was super expecting to feel the way about it that I do going into it, but, uh, I've definitely got some thoughts today. We are talking about Space Jam, a new legacy. Space Jam, a new legacy is the standalone sequel to 2003's Space Jam. And the first time we've seen the Looney Tunes characters in a theatrical film since Looney Tunes back in action in 2003. LeBron James, playing an overbearing father figure version of himself, gets sucked into a virtual world by the nefarious AI Al G. Rhythm, played by Don Cheadle. To escape, he has to defeat Al's goon squad of video game villains based on real basketball stars in a game of basketball made in the video game made by his son using only Bugs Bunny and the various Looney Tunes cast members. If that sounds wacky, then I described it accurately. Space Jam, A New Legacy was released in theaters and on HBO Max on July 16th, 2021 in the United States. Frank, I'm going to pass it off to you. Before we really talk about this movie, 
I want to know what your relationship is with the original Space Jam film. I, I was thinking about this when Space Jam came out. That was 1997. So I was 14, 15 years old uh, in high school. And it was the biggest thing in the world. Space Jam was everywhere. There was, uh, for, for one, Looney Tunes had a bit of a resurgence at that time. So they were, they were really, really hot. They were on a lot of shirts, kind of like a, if you remember Criss Cross, the Mickey Wanna Jump Jump, they had those shirts oh, with, like the, with, with the, the Looney Tunes, with the kind of dressed the same way. That was a big deal. I, I was a big Looney Tunes head. Loved that movie. Also, I was really, really into basketball at the time. So it was like it was like the perfect movie at the perfect time. You know, I think it was hard to not be into basketball at that time. 90s was like the peak basketball era. And it was what was going on in the NBA at that time. And in the basketball world in general at that time was really hard to escape. We had the Bulls dynasty of the 90s. Michael Jordan, obviously, at the height of his career in the 90s and the late 90s. Um, the dream Olympic team dream going team, into yeah. the Olympics. We had these big, huge personalities coming into basketball. And it was really changing the way that professional sports stars were becoming seen by the public, right? And how they were perceived by the public. They weren't just athletes. They were now celebrities, right? And they were, they were getting clothes sponsorships. They were getting food sponsorships. They were doing all these commercials. You were seeing athletes all over the place and basketball especially. And so for me growing up in the 90s, basketball was by far my favorite sports to my favorite sport to watch. I was a huge Lakers fan back then and still a Lakers fan, but I don't watch nearly as much basketball as I used to. It was very difficult to not be swept up by the wave of enthusiasm that this country had for the NBA at that time. Space Jam, the original, started as a series of commercials, as far as I'm aware, between Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny trying to sell Nike's shoes. And that's where this concept for this movie was kind of born out of. And it shows, if you go back and watch the original Space Jam, it's peddling Nikes. It's, it is. Oh, yeah. And young, impressionable impressionable me of the late late 90s bought into that i was a huge sneakerhead loved nikes growing up and i think that there was a time where i would have called space jam my favorite movie i think there was a time in my life where i would say not space jam best movie of all time that's that's my favorite <laughs> no. film now i did go back and rewatch space jam a couple of weeks ago in preparation for this i made i sat down with my kids to watch it they liked it and I think I can confidently say that that movie is almost unwatchable. It is it is just really, really terrible going back and watching it now. And I don't know the last time you watched it. I, uh, last week. Uh, I, I okay, did okay, so you've watched it recently as well. I agree with you a thousand percent. In fact, the uh, I never wanted to see the nerd lux ever again. Uh, after that one. Uh, it's such a bad movie. But, but, but that's, I think it's every, a lot of things with our childhood. Because I also recently tried to rewatch... The series He-Man, which I loved okay. as a kid, had every single toy, um, seen every episode. Which we have a new series coming out soon. Which I, which I want to watch. But Me too. I, having watched, tried to rewatch the old series, I couldn't make it two episodes. Really? I, I, and I thought to myself, like, how did my parents stomach that? And then, and then I also realized to myself, the same way we stomach 
you know, puppy dog pals and paw pals and all those kinds of stuff like that. Okay, but puppy dog pals legitimately has like one of the best theme songs of all time. I I love the theme song to puppy dog pals. I, I think Carlin Williams hit a freaking home run with that one. Uh, but yes, that, that, that song it's is a good a one, man. <laughs> So going coming into this movie, coming into Space Jam A New Legacy, I don't know what I totally expected going into it. I will say that I didn't expect to like it uh, really at all. I was kind of just expecting a rehash of the old movie with a new basketball player and trying to sell me some things. I was right about 50 percent. Um, it's not a great movie, I thought. Um, it does try to sell you things. It is definitely oh, yeah. per- pushing some merchandise. But I actually kind of enjoyed this film a lot more than I thought I would. I went into this uh, having seen a lot of people in a fervor of like, oh, it's going to be LeBron. It's going to be a terrible movie. It's going to stink. I like this movie so much that I've actually done like watch like rewatches of parts. Like like you said, just because it's, it's that cool. It's a great concept for... Uh, a movie and and somehow i think it makes a little bit more sense than the old space jam did there actually is some motivation for lebron james's character like i talked about you know he's he's overbearing on his child he wants his child to be a basketball player but his kid wants to develop video games and so there's kind of this you know push and pull between him and his son and his him and his son end up being on opposite teams for the for the big game at the end of the movie right which by the way is like 45 minutes long. It is a long section of this movie, and this movie runs at two hours. A little stays, you know, overstays its welcome just a little bit, I would say. But for the most part, I mean, I kept my attention to some degree. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I think it's such a great idea. I wish that Dom Ball was actually a game that we can buy. I would it spend money. I'm, I, I guarantee you it's coming. This, this movie is made to sell products. And it's a product that I'll buy because uh, it's pretty much NBA Jam. I would love it. Now, I will say that there is a lot going on in this movie, almost to the point that um, I, I felt pretty numb to it by the end. By the <laughs> end of this very long basketball game, there's a lot that's happening. The special effects are actually really good. There's a mix of kind of classic cartoon animation and CG. And so getting both of them done really, really well, there are kind of diminishing returns as the movie goes on where I just couldn't care as much about a lot of the effects that are happening. There's also a lot of characters that are on screen at any given point. Every Warner Brothers property you could ever think of gets brought up at some point during this movie. We're talking the Iron Giant. We're talking uh, Game of Thrones. It the the cl- scary Stephen King clown movie it gets brought up uh, Wonder Woman Batman Clockwork Orange I mean anything you could think of that Warner Brothers has their hands on has some role to play in in the climax of this film which is just bananas and I and like you and I talked about before I went back and watched you know, a little bit of the scenes here and there trying to figure out exactly what I was seeing and making sure that I wasn't crazy. Uh, the, the, one, no, the one that really got me was I could have sworn at the corner of my eye that I saw Thundercats. And I was like, there's no way. But then I, I, I forget that it's not just Warner Brothers. Time Warner's a huge catalog. 
Oh, like, absolutely. Because some of the characters in there, I had to look up. I was like, there's no way that's Warner Brothers, but they are because it's just such a big company. We had Godzilla and Mega Godzilla out in the audience. I also think that had I not seen Ready Player One a couple of years ago, this would have been yeah. a much cooler deal for me. Uh, Ready Player One is also Warner Brothers who made that. And so Iron Giant appears in that movie, right? Some of the Batman characters true, appear true, in that true, movie. True. And so it would have been a much cooler effect had they not already pulled this gimmick once in a pretty mediocre film a few years ago. Which, which side note, they, they completely didn't follow the book, and I was very upset about that. Um, I was too. But I understand. You know, the, the book has a lot of Spider-Man in it and can't really yeah. do that in a Warner Brothers film. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I just, I would love to watch another movie in this shared universe. I don't know that I'm, I don't know that I'm aching for it, but I think it's something that I would watch just because I was pleasantly surprised by this one. Again, not to say that I loved this film, not to say that it's a great film, but my kids really enjoyed it and it actually follows a a, a much more sound and logical plot line than the original does. I like the use of being pulled into this video game. It was very Wreck-It Ralph. It felt felt like kind of the different video game things that were happening at any given time and all the characters that you see. I felt a lot of Wreck-It Ralph kind of vibes there. I also want to say that Don Cheadle's performance as Algae Rhythm is so over the top, so completely bananas that it really ended up being one of my favorite parts of the film was seeing just how how over the top sinister evil he wanted to play this. I I mean it felt a lot like Dennis Hopper out of the Super Mario Bros movie knowing <laughs> going into this movie knowing that it wasn't going to be fantastic or um or what's his name? Oh gosh, who played Bison in Street Fighter? Um Raul Julia. Raul Julia, yes. It, it it like knowing that the movie's not going to be fantastic, but still just gonna play the most ridiculous villain you've ever seen on screen. And that's that's what we get a little bit out of Cheadle's performance here. And that was a lot of fun for me to watch. He is a is he a comic genius? Seriously, like honestly, yeah. Don Cheadle really was the star of this film to me. You know, low bar to set. Really, the only other star of the film is LeBron James, uh, who does not have a good acting bone in his body. No. Unfortunately, tries his best. Um, are those his actual kids? No, they're not. Uh, but they did good. Okay, because they were believable. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. I will say what wasn't believable for me were the voices of a lot of the Looney Tunes just felt really oh, odd. That's my, that's my big note here. That's the, that's what happens, though. Yeah. You know, uh, Zendaya playing Lola felt fine to me. Lola, a much less uh, sexualized anthropomorphic bunny uh, than she was in the first film. And that's totally OK. Uh, no complaints there. Uh, but Zendaya does fine. I got to say, my biggest complaint is... Uh, Gabriel Iglesias as Speedy Gonzalez, just completely separate from what I expected to hear out of that character's mouth, did not sound anything like the Speedy Gonzalez I grew up with. I know that there has been some complaints about the the kind of racial stigmatization of what Speedy Gonzalez was, and that's mostly been kind of dismissed in recent years. People have said, nope, we like Speedy Gonzalez the way he is, um, especially the Hispanic community at large has said that. But even still, I just did not agree with that portrayal of Speedy Gonzalez, as, as petty of a of a kind of complaint as that can be. No, it is. Like, it's 
these are classic voices that we've grown up in, and they're, they're, they're so deeply ingrained. When they're off, they're off. Taz didn't sound right to me. I, I honestly don't like that version, the, the, the voice they have from Marvin the Martian. I didn't either, actually. Uh, that was one of my complaints, too. And I don't like uh, the granny. I don't know that she has a name, but the granny being kind of a, a hip, trash-talking granny either. That felt like a weird kind of... Uh, too cool, too late characterization of what a grandma should be. Really wanted just a regular granny out of that. But all the same, you know, I do enjoy the products. I enjoy seeing the Looney Tunes back on screen. And uh, like you said, I don't know that they're going to make another one of these. If they do, gosh darn it, I'll watch it. Now, did you watch any of the more recent Looney Tunes cartoons? Are you a fan of those at all? I've... Okay, so my kids like the Looney Tunes, which I think is why they really ended up enjoying this movie and and the first Space Jam as well. I've seen some of that kind of peripherally, but not enough to sit down and say that I've watched it. I did watch the new Animaniacs that came out last year and really enjoyed that. The the, the new ones, they're not bad. They're just not. It's not the same. It's it's the same characters doing the same kind of things. But the old stuff, it's just it's so ingrained in the time that they'll, they'll never be able to duplicate it. Now, we have two Space Jam films kind of the idea behind these that the best basketball player is is going against you know the universe to save himself or to save whatever um the first one being michael jordan michael jordan kind of holds this arguable but many people agree the greatest of all time basketball player and lebron james is the second that we have uh in this movie and and i don't know that i buy LeBron James as being the all-time great basketball player that's going to pick up the mantle from Michael Jordan. Uh, that that didn't feel totally convincing to me. Um, it, this movie felt much more congratulatory of LeBron James than the original felt of Michael Jordan, almost that this one had to convince me that LeBron was the greatest, whereas the original... It was just assumed. I would have bought it more if it was a Kobe movie. You know, and gosh darn it, I've I've thought about this a hundred times since I watched this movie. Uh, taken way too soon. I was, and I, like I said, a huge Lakers fan growing up. Still a Lakers fan. And uh, I miss Kobe. You know, I, th- I think that Kobe is, is one of the better players that we've ever seen in the NBA. And not that LeBron James isn't good, but I... You know, I like I say, I just don't know that I buy LeBron James as as the greatest basketball player that they could have could have chosen to make a movie out of. But he did a good job with what he had. I mean, he, he his acting, like I said, it, it, it wasn't strong. In fact, th- th- thank God that some of the other characters like Rick and Morty were acting better for him. Yeah, Rick and Morty show up. Holy smokes, I forgot about that part. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so so Rick and Morty show up in the movie. But I can't get Pepe Le Pew. What's up with that? No Pepe Le Pew, but you can get Clockwork Orange. It's even worse. <laughs> a little more problematic there. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat problematic there. Um, you know what? But like you said, I LeBron is fine. Um, he is a good basketball player, and he's a he's a stand up guy, a heck of a guy. What he's done for his communities and everything, can't hate him for any of that. But um, I think for that reason, I. I I also kind of wish I would have seen Michael Jordan. The whole Michael Jordan gag that they pull towards the end is pretty funny. I won't spoil that for anybody, uh, but there is a funny Michael Jordan gag that they pull kind of towards the end of the movie that's that's a joy to see. Um, everything that we talk about on the Media Files, we do give a usually stupid but always arbitrary rating to. Frank, how do you arbitrarily rate Space Jam A New Legacy? I'm going to give it uh, $375 million, um, Cameos. Okay. 
which it was pretty darn close to having at that point. If, if you if you watch, we, there was a lot of. I will say this: watching those final scenes and going back and rewatching them, there was a lot of like frame by frame going, trying to see certain characters or like pausing at a specific moment, be like, "Who is that? Oh, it's this person." There's a um, lot of very bad cosplay or or, or, or lookalikes, okay. and and sometimes that cosplay makes it very difficult to see what character it is. Mister Freeze from Batman and Robin looks nothing like Arnold Schwarzenegger, which made that a very difficult one to locate and to kind of figure out who that was. Yeah. The DeVito looking uh, penguin isn't much better. Not much better. <laughs> Lindsay was like, who's this guy in pajamas? I was like, I think that's the penguin. That's the penguin. <laughs> I would rate Space Jam A New Legacy as the Las Vegas Aces. One of the best teams in the WNBA, but it's still unfortunately the WNBA where the points just aren't as high. <laughs> And it's not as not as strong of competition, unfortunately. Should, should um, they even keep the WNBA going? That's up for the fan to decide. <laughs> the fan. <laughs> you know what? The Las Vegas Aces have actually been doing pretty good. They sell quite a few tickets, from what I understand, over at the T-Mobile Arena, and and make a make a decent show. I don't know, man. Uh, I can't talk smack. I, I, they're like a thousand times more athletic than I can ever. Oh, they could, they could school me in about. Have you ever have you ever been to an NBA game? I've been to an NBA game and I've been to the um the uh the National Basketball Hall of Fame. Okay, where's that? That's in Massachusetts. Um, I think I want I want to say Camden maybe. Okay, uh, I've been, uh, it's it's a really cool setup. A lot of memorabilia, and they have a whole section where it's just uh hoops to shoot at with a with a slanted floor. So though after you shoot, the balls go to a conveyor belt and they just keep on going. It's really cool. That is super cool. I've spent day, I've spent like, I spent my whole day there a few times. I was about to say I gotta I gotta put that on the bucket list. Next time I I've never made it to Massachusetts, but I know that I will eventually and if I get there, I need to go to the basketball hall of fame. That's impressive. It's really, really cool. Didn't even know it existed. See? You learn things here on the media files. You, you know what? You listen to the media files, you learn things you never meant to learn and that's that's what makes this so special frank that's what makes the media file so special i'm special <laughs> well, that's all the time we've got we want to thank you for sticking around to the end of this episode of the media files and thank you again frank for being here this week my pleasure tell a friend tell a co-worker help us grow and special thanks to brian for technical assistance do not forget to bookmark leveldowngames.com i'm on twitter or instagram at brewstoff that's at b-r-u-c-e-t-o-p-h or at the level down games discord with the link in the show description Reach out to us with what you're looking forward to, and maybe we'll talk about it on an upcoming show. Until next time, be kind, be honest, and we'll see you later.